Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Master. Hi, this is Jonathan Fritz here on Domain Masters Radio on WebmasterRadio.fm, filling in for Monty Khan. Uh, this week we've got a special update from Chris Leggett, who's at AdTech this week in San Francisco. He's going to be talking to us a little bit about what's going on at that show. After that, we've got a pre-recorded session uh, that comes to us from uh, March of last year. It's an interview Victor Pitts did with uh, Sandy Brooks, uh, the uh, very uh, well-known tax person who helps understand uh, uh, what to do with domain taxes. She's the author of Domain Tax Guide, and it's a perfect topic for those of you still wincing from yesterday, uh, which was uh, April 15th, the tax day here in the United States. So uh, right after the break here, I'll be coming back with Chris Leggett, who's coming to us live from AdTech to tell us a little bit about what's going on there and uh, look forward to everyone being the master of your domain. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. Um, Hello. Uh, Welcome to our website. Website traffic isn't about paying for clicks. Okay, so I guess we're going to wait until everyone shows up and then we'll... uh, um... It's about having the right content. So while you're searching for more traffic, the folks at InfoSearch Media are creating the content people are searching for. With InfoSearch Media, you can get more traffic for less money than PPC. So the next time you need to speak to your customers... Welcome to our website. They're already searching for you. Info Search Media. Get content that really clicks. Okay, so you're telling me that if I put the Go Currency Converter on my site, all my international customers can see how much they're paying in their own currency? Yeah. GoCurrency.com has free currency converters, language translations, international clocks, everything you need to do international business. So how does it work? Conversion elves. Conversion elves? Yeah, watch. Want to know what this will cost in euros? Check this out. Listen up, elves. We got one. $34 US. I need that in euros. Now, people. We got it. Put it up there, elves. Wow. Currency elves. Who knew? GoCurrency.com. Free currency converters, language translations, and more. GoCurrency.com. SEOSeek.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOSeek.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOSeek.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. 
Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today at SEOSeek.com. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. SEM Synergy. Join Bruce Clay as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. SEM Synergy with Bruce Clay. Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Find Webmaster Radio now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Add us today from the webmasterradio.fm homepage. Now, back to Domain Masters. Are you still master your domain? Yes! Master of my domain. Here's your host. Yes, and you are a master of your domain. Uh, this week, uh, we're here on Domain Masters, and I have the privilege and opportunity to speak with you. This is Jothan Frakes coming to you live from Seattle here on Domain Master Radio, filling in for Mon- MontyCon. And uh, we have some great things going on this week, a lot of excitement. We have one of my great friends and uh, fellow co-workers, Chris Leggett, is in San Francisco at the AdTech conference. Chris, you there? Hey, Jonathan. How's it going, man? It's going good. It's going good. Now, uh, how's the show going so far there at AdTech? It's, it's really, it's amazing. It's a, it's a huge show. It's, it's monstrous. There, you know, there are about 10,000 people here. There are several, several hundred exhibitors. And uh, it's just, it's amazing. It's a, it's a sight to behold. Now, what's, what's been the theme for the show? Well, it's, it's, been, a, it's been an interesting show. It's, a, it's brand strategy in the expanding world of digital marketing. Focus has really been on that. I mean, the, the focus has really been on, on innovations and ways to move uh, in the digital marketing realm. Well, who, who are some of the speakers there at the, at the ad tech show? Uh, there've been there've been a couple of speakers. Kevin Rose, I know, is here. Um, George, and I can't remember how to say his last name, so if I mess it up, then then it's like uh, George Klavia from uh, he's at NBC Universal. Um, he's the chief digital officer there, and he's you know, it's excellent. It's excellent speaking um, on, on behalf of all the keynote speakers. It's just been. Uh, yeah, really, some good, some good tips and innovations, and uh, it's, it's an exciting show. Definitely. Wow, this is great. And for those of you just joining us, we're with Chris Leggett, who's a senior account executive from Moniker, and he's joining us live from AdTech in San Francisco, giving us an update. Um, Chris, so what what types of businesses seem to be attending the AdTech show? Um, there, there have been a, a huge amount of lead lead generation companies. Um, uh, a lot of innovators and entrepreneurs, a lot of places that I have seen at, at some of the other shows, um, guys just starting out or, or within a year of you know, are really, really starting to attend the shows. Um, there's been a tremendous amount of online marketing clinics, obviously, because this is a, an advertising and marketing show. So this is their uh, this is their bailiwick. This is where they this is where they live. Um, representatives from you know Google and Yahoo have been here as well. Um, and you know most of the exhibitors are are, are service providers. They're they're providing the uh, the tools for for people who have developed sites and such. 
Um, some of some of the people have been here have also been, you know, some some domainers. I've seen some of the the guys from uh, from other shows who are who are domain holders looking at ways to uh, to develop their domains and, and really uh, take a step in that area, which I, I think is a it's a brilliant move. But um, you know, those domain owners that are developers, you know, can find sources of income, you know, all sorts of other sources of income just by uh, just by talking to some of the people at the shows. And just so you can get an idea, too, some of the other some of the other um, speakers who are here from some of the major companies like you know Kodak, Nielsen, Coca Cola, you know uh, Target, Disney, Nike. It's just a you know it runs the entire spectrum. So uh, what people are involved with, they can normally find something here um, in the advertising world. Well, it sounds like the show's massive and really uh, been very productive, especially for domain owners, which is you know perfect for the audience listening. And uh, so, so, what else is new and interesting that you're seeing there? I'll tell you, it's it's been it's you know that's a it's a good question because it's it's been interesting to see a real uh, breakthrough on the video SEO side. You know, the the guys who are taking um, I can think of one company that's jumping to mind. It's it's Blinks, which is B L I N K S B L I N K X dot com. And what they're doing is they're taking, um, you know, YouTube-type ads or YouTube-type advertisements um, that are running online, and they've got uh, a method of extracting the keywords from the audio clips or the audio side of that video clip. So what's happening is they're, they're archiving it according to keyword, and then if somebody comes in with a keyword and says, I need this keyword, right? this this brand or this category um, of, of, of the market, I need this category, they can actually ship them into their website they can ship it is pertaining to that keyword it's, it's a it's a huge it's phenomenal and, and there are several innovators um, who are who have been looking at that for a while but there it's just really starting to break through and you know people like to see things that look pretty on the on the internet they like to be you know we're a visually based society so seeing flashy things on the on the screen takes us uh, Makes us pay attention. These guys have really taken advantage of that. A lot of these are really up to the plate on that. Wow. Well, uh, you know, I don't know if I'd want every single uh, YouTube video to get uh, semantically analyzed because there's a lot of stuff that's uh, ridiculous up there. But uh, yeah, well, well, and that's a, how's, that's a good point too. I mean, it's it's not just YouTube. Ads. It's ads for you know for any any product that's out there. They can basically do an ad online. They would be on the television, um, and you know, have it have it keyword based so they can find anyone. So, for instance, if a Coca Cola or Nike or someone like that was to take and build an ad online, um, they could basically market it through these companies to uh, the, the the end consumer through these through a, uh, you know any developed page based on a keyword. It's it's a really it's a huge step forward. Well, tell me, tell me about this because you know, bringing it back for domain masters to the domain sure. kind of realm. Well, what's sure. the audience seem like? Uh, do they seem like they're into domain acquisitions? You know, paying for uh, domains or using domains to acquire target traffic? Yeah, that's a that's a that's a good point, and it's, a lot of these companies are obviously going to be uh, looking for the domains that are going to speak to the campaigns that they're running. So, um, you know, landing pages are big, yes, but um, from, you know, the, you know, the, from the email vendors to the SEOs, all of them are meeting landing pages. 
Um, they're also all needing domains that are, are applicable to their niche. You know, some of the some of the domains that we might not look at and say we might look at and say, oh, it's not a one-word generic. A lot of the domains that are, um, you know, more specific to that particular category or to that particular advertising campaign, you know, those are those are the domains that these people and these companies are going to need because they're they're wanting to um, add specificity to their advertising. They want to they want to hit directly into that that market. Those people who are looking for those. So. And from that regard, there's a there's an opportunity for the domain for the domaining crew to basically look at this and say, how can I take my domain that I purchased you know years ago or days ago or weeks ago? How can I sell this to a company that's going to need this specific category, this specific keyword, or this specific type? In so it's a it's a it's a huge opportunity there, and uh, many of them are setting up you know networks of sites. So. So domains that are interrelated, you know, redirected to each other. So there's a there's a big opportunity here. I mean, I would encourage um, people to, to attend some of these shows that might not fit right into their um, their uh, direct. It might not be something they would immediately think of. So it might not fit directly into what they're doing at the time. But you know, think a little bit out of the box. Step out of the box a little bit and uh, and see if there's ways that domains can be used. Um, for this side of the industry as well as just the domaining side. It's not well, while, it's all we're, about while, we're, while we're talking through domains, I think there's a, a brief window of time still available to submit domains for the domainer meeting in Paris uh, right before the ICANN meeting for June. Um, how's that? The, getting a lot of uh, interest in submissions there, I'm sure. I'll tell you what, there's a tremendous amount of interest in, in, uh, in uh, the domain shows and in the domain auctions as well. Um, people continually are coming up and saying, you know, what's going on with the domain auctions? I've had, I've been walking by booths and saying, how did that auction? People saying, how did that auction go? How, you know, how, how, what was the end turnout? You know, what kind of names were sold? So there's, there's a, even in this side of the industry, there's a huge interest in, in the domains that are being sold and, and what they're being sold for, and, uh, and the uses of them. You know, how is that being used? I had someone actually ask me, you know, there was a domain that was sold, you know, five auctions ago that. Uh, that I wanted to find out how they were finally using it, and it's you know there's people are paying attention to this. So for the domaining crowd, for the domainers crowd, this is a uh, this is prime time. This is prime market. So. Well, it sounds it sounds like there's a lot that's been done to kind of build the mental infrastructure around uh, belief in the secondary market for domain names, for sure. Well, Absolutely. Chris, thank you, thank you so much. We've been uh, we've been talking with Chris Leggett, who's a, a senior account. Uh, executive from Moniker, who's out at San Francisco at the Ad Tech meeting, and uh, we're we're really glad to have you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jeff, and I really appreciate the opportunity. It's good to okay, talk to you. Again. Travel safe. Yes, indeed. Talk to you soon. Well, and, and talking through the auction, uh, it sounds like uh, uh, w- one thing the folks in the Moniker shirts hear a lot uh, apparently is how's the auction going? What's going on with the auction? So. Domain auctions have become a big deal, and, and that's a perfect segue into this next piece, which is uh, I think there's a deadline coming up of uh, April 17th, which is tomorrow, to make your submissions to the uh, live domain auction, which will be occurring in Paris at the Domainer Meeting. The, the website for the Domainer Meeting is domainermeeting.eu, and you can email, uh, I believe it's sales at moniker.com, to discuss having some names submitted into the auction. So tomorrow will be a very good, uh, interesting day for that. Also, uh, coming up uh, shortly, we'll have uh, 
uh, on another show, Edmond Chong will be up to, uh, he's the CEO of Dot Asia, and he'll talk a little bit about how the Dot Asia land rush has been going with the, with the auctions and some about the, uh, the total number of domains that have been registered. And uh, I also wanted to note uh, the uh, Internet Commerce Association uh, is, a, is an organization that uh, needs uh, and, and deserves some support representing domainers. There's also an unrelated uh, case to the Internet Commerce Association, which is internetcommerce.org, um, was a noteworthy case called kooks.com. Uh, uh, and you can visit uh, the kooks.com website to see uh, an example of uh, an individual uh, person who's taken it, uh, the fight uh, for the domainer uh, online. There's more information there. Okay. Well, we're, uh, we're reaching a point in the show where I'd like to uh, go ahead and introduce this uh, previous recording. Uh, this is going to be an interview that uh, Victor Pitts did with Sandy K. Brooks, who's the author of DomainTaxGuide.com. And, uh, you know, realizing that it's very topical. Yesterday, many of us uh, kind of uh, crawled uh, to, the, uh, to the post office to file our submissions and pay our taxes. And uh, domain names are something that's really confusing uh, when you talk to your accountant. I know uh, my accountant somewhat... Uh, good at this, but when you go to talk about sales or pay-per-click or any type of um, uh, purchases, how do they make accounting for that? And that's going to be something that you'll hear in this next segment coming up after the break. Um, so I turn the mic over to Victor Pitts, and uh, until next week, I hope you all can be master of your domain. My name is Jonathan Frakes, and I'm filling in for Monty Khan. Thanks for the privilege, and uh, thank you for listening. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Search Cast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart, had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998 and formerly known as Joe Bucks, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Can you believe how long it takes to order food here? Uh, here we go. Excuse me. She's not even looking over here. Great service is hard to come by. Whether you're sitting at a bar, restaurant, or creating effective search advertising campaigns. Um, excuse me. I think we need to go somewhere else. It's easy to feel forgotten, especially when your advertising budget is on the line. LookSmart serves up to 400 million queries a day with a side of the best customer service in the online advertising industry. Hi, how are y'all doing today? What can I get you folks to eat? 
You were right. This place is so much better. Look smart. Premium and performance advertising solutions. This is Rainmaker. Jack Lalane. A lot of people that are listening to the show right now, they're sitting in front of their computers for hours and hours every day. You know what they ought to do about every hour or so? They should just stand up and sit down in their chair. You're sitting down now, right? Absolutely. Stand up. Okay. Now sit down. <laughs> stand up. Sit down. Keep going. I do it fast. Sit down. Sit down. Get your backside to the chair. Let me tell you, I'm already huffing and puffing. Okay. Rainmaker. Live broadcast Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the Entertainment Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Find Webmaster Radio now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Add us today from the WebmasterRadio.fm homepage. Domain Masters. And you're still master of your domain. Yes! Master of my domain. Here's your host. Welcome back to this uh, week's show of uh, Domain Masters. Uh, again, I'm Victor Pitts. I'm the Vice President of Sales and Client Services over, over at Moniker. And I'm the uh, returning guest host for tonight as uh, Monty Khan uh, enjoys a uh, uh, well-deserved uh, family vacation. Um, as I mentioned, we have a great, uh, great lineup uh, tonight uh, for both of our guests. Uh, tax time creates uh, headaches for domain name owners, especially those with large portfolios. Uh, we, sure, we know we need to report parking income on our tax returns, but how do we account for purchases and registrations and sales? If you ask your CPA, you'll probably get a blank stare. Sandra K. Brooks is a uh, certified public account- accountant uh, located in California. After graduating the most outstanding student of the School of Business and Economics at California State University, Ms. Brooks works for Ernst & Young, one of the big five international CPA firms. There she obtained accounting and auditing experience and worked for Fortune 500 companies and startups alike. Since then, Ms. Brooks has worked as a chief uh, financial officer and board member of several corporations in the Internet and in the service industries. Under her leadership, these companies have transformed from startups to successful ongoing businesses and acquisitions. Ms. Brooks has also managed her own tax and accounting practice for nine years, consulting for individual and corporate clients and industries such as advertising, e-commerce, entertainment, and staffing. Um, Sandy, or it's, can I call you Sandy, or are you on the line? Sure, Sandy's great. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Sandy, I understand you've been in the domain business since 1998. Uh, I'd like to welcome you tonight to uh, Domain Masters and uh, ask you a few questions about uh, uh, you know how you got in, in this business to begin with, and let's hone in on some of the things uh, specific at, uh, about the domain industry as it pertains to taxes. So I'll start with the first question. How did you get interested in domain taxes? Well, as, as you just said, um, I've been in domaining since 1998. Actually, my husband's a domainer, and um, I have, um, while I had my tax practice and, and um, involved in, in other businesses, I've been dabbling in domains with him. And um, he's a member of a couple of domain boards, um, and I've, I've advised others on domain taxation in addition to preparing our own uh, domain business taxes over the years. Um, and um, on, on these boards, um, there occasionally comes up questions re- related to domain taxation. And um, so my husband has um, asked me questions, and I've helped uh, to post um, some answers. Um, and um, back in December, just this past December, uh, there was a one such post, and it made me think that there really is a desperate need for a domain taxation guide um, because there were a lot of answers that came up that were very contradictory, 
and um, there there's a lot of bad tax advice out there on the internet and um, I just thought it was really um, due for for this industry and um, so it was just back in December that I decided to write it which is a little late for this tax season if I would have thought about it earlier I would have liked to have it out in the fall um, so I did spend uh, the the better part of January researching and analyzing and, and writing the guide Right. Is the domain industry, being that it's a virtual property, oftentimes here compared to uh, to real estate, which has its own tax implications? But is is the domain industry? I mean, is it uh, is it is it much different from other industries and in, from a tax perspective? Well, it is. It's very unique in that um, it's it's unique in, in one aspect, and that is that there is there's no guidance out there. The IRS does not mention. Uh, domaining industry uh, certainly and and domains in general internet domain names are not mentioned anywhere in the um, IRS tax code and um, I only found one reference in in all of the IRS literature to domain names and that was on an e-commerce um, audit guide for their auditors that I, I stumbled across that and um, it, it was just a, a very quick mention of internet domain names and and like I say it doesn't have anything to do with the, the domaining industry, which is very different from um, how you handle domain names if you're um, an offline industry or, or an e-commerce industry. Right. Um, what are some of the general areas that you get into into the book, some things that domainers would, uh, should be considering? Right. Um, well, I, I do spend a good deal of time thoroughly analyzing um, domain name expenses and um, expenditures and, and how they're handled. Um, and um, I... I uh, like I say, spend a lot of time analyzing that, a lot of the theory behind it, and a lot of um, uh, references to tax codes um, and and how it applies it to the domaining industry. And um, so I, um, you know, it, based on whether you're, I, I kind of break them out and uh, break domainers out into three different groups: whether you're a domain dealer, a domain monetizer. Or a domain developer, um, you do handle your domain expenditures and your domain sales differently, and um, that will depend on whether you expense your domain name costs as as they come, or whether you depreciate them, or amortize them, or record them as inventory. It's amazing, as you, as you say, most people were just going to, you know, they they just don't know how to do it, and they would just treat it as an expense and write it off. But that may not be in their best interest to do it that way. No, it isn't. It seems like it is at, at the time because it does reduce your tax um, burden in that year, but it, it can cause uh, problems in the future when you go to uh, sell a domain name and can't get the capital gains, um, favorable tax rates, and things like that. So it's, it's very important to um, to analyze your to analyze the industry and to analyze your business and determine what what you are really doing with your domaining business and and how you should go about um, your. Uh, preparing your tax return. And and the guide was written to um, help domainers, whether they prepare their own tax returns from scratch, whether they use a tax program, or whether they use a tax preparer. Okay. Um, with the, you know, escalating prices of, of some of the domains in, in the industry and within, the, you know, the, the growth of the uh, aftermarket, um, you know, people are paying, you know, thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, even millions of dollars for portfolio. How is this having an impact on, on the, from an accounting perspective uh, uh, versus uh, the person who has a, a mixed portfolio, let's say, of you know, doing some um, developing of some sites, some small domain names are paying retail type prices? How does it change things then once they start dabbling in the more expensive names? 
Well, um, it, it, it does change things in that, um, you know, uh, if, if you're just buying um, domains at, um, at the uh, registration fee, at the, at the current year's registration fee, um, then you can go ahead and expense that and, and still um, get your favorable capital, capital gains treatment later on um, because that's just a registration fee for the year. When you're buying aftermarket, at aftermarket rates, um, that's, that's when, when things do change, and that's when you really need to uh, come up with a, a tax strat- strategy. And like I say, um, there is, there's no guidance uh, from the IRS specifically for this industry. And um, so you really do need to, um, you need to analyze, you need to, um, I, I've come up with, um, with very strong conclusions on how I think uh, you should record your domain uh, purchases. And I've, you know, I've uh, put that in the book, but it is still a gray area. And so, you know, the most important thing is to make sure that you are consistent from year to year. Um, which is sometimes tough for domainers who have been in um, the industry for a while and they haven't been doing things quite the right way. And mm-hmm. so they need to um, consider um, going back and amending some tax returns so that they can get favorable tax treatment in the future and be consistent. Within the, um, uh, the accounting, uh, accounting profession, are there, is it changing now as a result of some of these new uh, technologies and, and the Internet and domain names in terms of some of the uh, you know, training and so forth coming out of the business schools on this? Or is this, is this something that uh, uh, you just develop it, you know, as, as you go? Or is, or is there actually some difference and there's some, uh, some add-ons in the certification now for an accounting to deal with uh, intellectual property and, and that type of thing? You know, there, there's no, there, there have been no changes um, so far, but um, I, I imagine there will be in the coming years. Just as there, there probably won't be any tax law uh, changes to the code specifically related to the domaining industry. There, there will be some references coming up related to e-commerce and, and to do, Internet domain names in general. And, um, and then there will be some, unfortunately, some audits and uh, tax court cases that will determine how future uh, domainers and future um, people in e-commerce will, uh, will treat domains. Okay. Do you do anything with uh, setting up offshore businesses and, and how, you know, the tax... Uh, tax uh, situations or considerations there? No, I don't. Per- I personally shy away from that. Um, I, um, I think that it's only for a select few, um, and I, I know that it, that, uh, it makes sense for, for some domainers. Um, I, I believe that you should be making a lot of money domaining in order to consider that. You also have to consider the fact that uh, you need to be mobile yourself and, and will probably need to, to move. And um, and then you also want to make sure that you get the right advisor, uh, get the right the right attorney to to work with, and and pay that person um, what they're asking for because there are a lot of shady organizations out there that are, are trying to get your money and um, will not be looking out for your best interest. Right. So I, I do I personally like I say shy away from that. I do, I think it's not for most people, but it is for some people. Right. Is there any need for an advocacy or lobbying um, organization in regards to tax laws for domainers? I believe there will be the need for that. Um, right now, um, I think it might still be a little premature um, just because of the fact that there, there, is no, um, there are no references um, to the, our industry with the IRS. And so right now, it is a gray area, and it is... Um, kind of open to interpretation and, and any reasonable 
uh, policy that you have for for the recording of your domain name um, expenses and income um, will be will be looked at um, uh, with you know will be looked at uh, with the fact that they don't um, they they don't have any guidance out there. So you know as long as you're reasonable, you're consistent, and and you document your your um, your plan and your policy, I think um, it's better not to have that uh, advocacy right now. But right. I do believe there there will be the need for it in the future. Definitely. And do you see uh, domains uh, being equated to assets? Well, yes, I, I believe domains are assets, and um, I know that that there are people out there that uh, that don't believe that they're assets. They don't believe that you really own them. Um, but definitely, I I, um, I do go through the analysis to um, make a strong case for that in my guide as well. Okay, fantastic. And how can someone find your guide? Where is where is it located at? It's at uh, domaintaxguide.com. Okay. And you can purchase it online there. It's an ebook, and it's seventy nine dollars. Fantastic! So it's a uh, download uh, PDF after they've gone through the cart and, and made the purchase. Yes, it is. Okay. Fantastic! Is it available to them immediately, or is it emailed like you know overnight? It's, it's emailed um, within twenty four hours. Usually, much sooner than that. Okay. Is there any updates or anything to the book after? Yes, you get- I um, include quarterly updates in in that um, and. Um, haven't done my first update yet, um, but uh, will be coming out in April, and I do expect that to um, to be a significant source of um, of information for everyone who's read my book and who's purchased the book. Because I, I do believe that as as we do start seeing some tax court cases, um, everyone will need to be kept abreast of what's going on in the industry. And I do also in the guide. It's it's more than just talking about domain names themselves. It's talking about um, Setting up your business. Um, a lot of people who are in the domaining industry um, are brand new to business in general, and so it's um, the, the, all the decisions of whether to incorporate or not, uh, corporations versus LLCs, and um, cash method versus accrual method, and, and record keeping, and, and everything as it as it relates to the domaining industry. Cindy, is this your first book that you've written? This is my first book, but actually since then I've, I've written another book, and it's the Internet Tax Guide, and it, it basically is for um, e-commerce um, industry. And is that one complete already? It is. And where can they find internet uh, the Internet Tax Guide? com. <laughs> okay. It's Internet Tax Guide? Dot com, yes. Okay. It's a great uh, domain name, too. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Um, is there um, anything else that you can tell us that uh, perhaps uh, people should, should know and... Uh, and give them a good reason to, to, you know, other than the things we talked about, that they should uh, research and learn more about uh, taxation as it pertains to the domain name uh, or reason to go buy uh, this book and, and download it because it would have it all there at their, their fingertips. What would be the three reasons, if you will, that someone should uh, learn more or go buy that book? Okay. Well, I think um, one reason um, is that you're responsible for the accuracy of your tax return. That sounds very obvious, but um, uh, I'm sure that some of your listeners out there have uh, gone to their accountants and um, brought either a shoebox full of receipts or a quick and <laughs> printout and um, had very little discussion and then come back in a week or so and signed a tax return and put it in the mail. And um, I've, I know that because I've had a lot of clients do that over the years myself. And... Um, these are, these are smart business people who would spend hours reviewing and negotiating and, and revising a contract and would never think of, of signing their name to a, 
a check without verifying the, the amount on the check. But um, for some reason with taxes, people think that they just need to sign it and get it out in the mail. And um, it really, you could be paying too much or too little, and, and both are, are dangerous. And um, it's, it's just important for you to know what's going on with your own taxes. And likewise, um, tax experts are not experts in your industry. And um, so if you're using a tax preparer, uh, you and your tax preparer are a team, and you need to teach them all about the industry. And um, I know that most tax preparers in the country have never even heard of the domaining industry, um, and um, many of them that have really don't know too much about it. And and so since uh, the domainers are the experts in their industry, they need to, to teach their accountants and, and be a team with their accountants so that they can come up with a, a goal for, for their tax planning. All and right. um, well, then well, I think folks. the final thing is that there are absolutely no rules in the U.S. tax code, like I said, related to domains. So just, just make sure that um, uh, you come up with some conclusions on how you want to treat it, make sure it's reasonable, consistent, and, and document your policy. Fantastic. Well, Sandy, I definitely appreciate you uh, joining us tonight on the Domain Masters and sharing with us a little insight to uh, taxation, how it affects the domain industry, things that people should be considering. And you've uh, you've definitely gave us uh, plenty of uh, good food for thought. Uh, I'd like to... Uh, encourage everybody to learn more about this subject if you're if you are in the domain business if you're making part of your living all from uh, domain names whether it be uh, monetizing them uh, or developing them or you know uh, using them as a de- you know you're a dealer you're selling them you're investing in them uh, then you really need and you owe it to yourself to uh, make sure that you get it right and that you don't leave any money on the table uh, from a tax perspective so you know learn more get some more information um, exactly. I've heard good things and, about and the domain tax me, guide. Victor. I appreciate it. Absolutely, I've heard good things about the uh, domain tax guide, and some of the comments that I've heard is it's uh, uh, easy to read despite being read by an accountant. So you know, great job on that, uh, uh, Sandy. And again, right. we Thank really you appreciate you being on Domain Master here tonight and sharing with us some uh, very pertinent information for this time of year. Great. Thank you very much. Uh, next week, Monty Khan will be back in his uh, regular seat hosting Domain Masters. And uh, be sure to tune in then and uh, uh, come back to Domain Masters where you learn to be the master of your domain. Thanks, folks. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.